about season one was fun. Talking about my favorite team, can't have nothing else there. But this season, season two, you got to get a little bit more real because this season has the Super Bowl in our backyard, SoFi State. So if you don't know my voice by now, I'm down at the place like a silence, and you getting ready to listen to Ramley talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's get it. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how are y'all doing on this Thursday, December 30th, 2021? We are just some hours, a day and some hours away before 2022 is here. And uh, it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy time. It's been all over the world. But, you know, it's here. It's Thursday. And you know... This is your week's edition of Ramley Talk from the Playmakers Bar Podcast, brought to you by Super Draft Post, Super Draft Boy Sports Booking. Anything that you want to do, if you love daily fantasy, if you love playing daily fantasy every day, if you love sport booking, Super Draft Pro is where you want to go. Link to get started will be in the show notes once you look at after you listen to this episode i just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode and letting ramley talk continue to climb up but before i uh, go on i must send out my condolences my thoughts and my prayers to the john madden family as john madden passed away tuesday morning i'm pretty sure everybody in the football community already know this but this is my opportunity to speak on it and i I listen to John Madden call games with Pat Summerall. Like if those are my, those two are my favorite broadcasting team ever. You know, we do have Troy Aitman and Joe Bubb. We have Jim Nance and Tony Romo, which I enjoy. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. And you have others like Iron Eagle, Charles Davis and all that stuff. But I think for most people, when it comes to broadcasting team and calling their football game, you couldn't wait to hear Pat Summerall and John Madden call the game. You just couldn't. I mean, they called the game so well that you using tune to it. Madden started out as a player, went to coaching, the winningest coaching in Raiders history, to broadcasting, to the world famous game Madden football. I'm pretty sure you cannot be a football fan and love football if you never played Madden. I'm just saying. I'll just get that out there. You cannot say you're a football fan and you love watching football and playing football if you're not playing Madden. If you never played Madden in a day in your life. I mean, that game is like one of the most popular games in all of gaming. We're talking about, I want to say, 20, 30, 30 years of this game. Three decades worth. This game is still that popular. Because, man, all thanks to John Madden for even putting it out there and getting it done. A legend is gone. A Hall of Famer is gone. A man who helped make football what it is today. Mr. John Madden. Rest in peace, sir. It's been an honor to listen to you call games. It's been an honor to play the game that you have created. 
and you will be sorely missing the football world and the football community. Rest in peace, sir. Alright, now that we got that out the way, you know how we do here on Ramley Talk. We got a preview last week's game, which was a win, by the way, over the Minnesota Vikings. We got to get ready for this week's game against the Baltimore Ravens with a lot of question marks going around here. Yeah. Also, we got to give out the Fan Player of the Week voting. And we have news that a player of ours has been, has been named NFC Player of the Week. We'll get to that. But first and foremost, <clears throat> excuse me, as we do here, we got to recap Week 16 in the NFL. The Los Angeles Rams took the trip to Minneapolis, Minnesota to face off with Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and the Minnesota Vikings. A win by the Rams, and they can take control of the NFC West. A loss, and the Cardinals can still take control after they had got day behind beat by the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday night. Now, pretty good start for the most part, first half. Missed some opportunities on Master Stafford and OBJ couldn't connect for a touchdown. Stafford missed and Jefferson down the field and stuff like that. First, uh, shaky, but you know, we had the lead and we were doing pretty good and they weren't doing much, really. And then Stafford, the bad Stafford had it. To where uh, we won by seven points. The Los Angeles Rams 30, the Minnesota Vikings 7. Matthew Stafford. 21 for 37, 197 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. Three. Three picks. Two of them by Anthony Barr, by the way, and the other one by Xavier Woods. I mean, these games happen. I will say this, but we don't need them happening right here, right now. Okay, you did what you did in that stretch against Tennessee, San Fran, and Green Bay. We can't go back to that now. We have Stafford. We need you at your A1. Okay? December is finna end and we finna go into the new year. Okay? When we play Baltimore, it's 2022. It's not 2021 no more. It's 2022. So, this is this is how you end 2021. A three-pick performance. That's how you ended 2021. It was a three-pick performance. We don't need that, Matthew Stafford. We don't need you trying to be a gunslayer every time you get a chance. We need you to make the correct decisions and the correct throws. That's what we need from you. Okay? The running game is there with you. Sonny Michelle, 27 carries, 131 yards and a touchdown. Sonny Michelle has been carrying the low for the last four games. In the last four games, Sonny Michelle has 89 carries for 123 yards, averaging 4.8 yards a carry, and Two touchdowns. Darren Henderson is banged up again. He's done for the regular season. We might see him in the playoffs. And news has came out that we might see Cam Akers this week against the Ravens. Who would have thought that? The goal was to save him for the playoffs. But Darren Henderson is getting hurt a lot. Cam Akers is back. He's, he's ahead of schedule. We might see him Cam Akers either this week or next week. Who knows? But Sonny Michelle has been carrying it low and he's been doing a damn good job with it. Okay? So, Stafford, we don't need you out here trying to force stuff. Make the correct plays and do what you need to do. You have a running game. We have a running game. Sonny Michelle is toting the rock. 
And if Cam Akers comes back and he is Cam Akers from last year, oh, that's a one-two punch right there. And no defense don't want to deal with that. We just need Matthew Stafford to not turn into Jared off. We need Matthew Stafford to show the arm talent when it's time to show the arm talent. We need Matthew Stafford to make the throws down the field when it's time to make the throws down the field. Don't force it. If you got to take the check down, take the check down, okay? Take the check down, all right? I mean, Kirk Cousins did it perfectly. 27 pass completions out of 38 attempts for 315 yards. Kirk Cousins threw for 300 yards on the Rams defense. Let that sink in. Kirk Cousins threw for 300 yards against the Rams. A in the pick. A testament in the pick. That's, we need those type of numbers to come from Matthew Stafford. Not the 179 a three picks. No, we need what Cook Curson did to us. That's what we need. Cooper Cup, same as always, 10 catches, 109 yards. OBJ caught the long touchdown. That's his fourth touchdown in five games with us. That's more than what he's been doing in Cleveland, so that tells you something. Look at how Cleveland look. But is OBJ's the problem. Thank you for giving us OBJ. Shout out to Brandon Powell. Pump return for a touchdown on special teams. You love it. We love seeing special teams touchdowns. We love it. We love it. Shout out to him. But yes. Now I got a match I got to get on the defense. All right. We did have three sets of, of Kirk Cousins. One of them, it was a meeting at the quarterback because they didn't know who to give it to. Then I believe Gaines got a sack. No, Floyd got a sack and Aaron Donald got a sack. Shout out to Aaron Donald. Shout out to AD. Not only he got a sack, he had three tackles for losses. He was meeting Addison Madison in a backfield. He was meeting the running back in a backfield. He said, I'm sick of this. Because Addison Madison, he only had 13 carries for 41 yards in the touchdown. That touchdown came off the second interception for Anthony Barr. So, even though it was one of the pit city, you better consider a pit city because damn near it was that. He was at the one yard line. That's all needed that. Them three, them three feet to get in. Justin Jefferson, eight catches, 116 yards. He wasn't on, Jalen Ransom wasn't on him all game, but he did do some stuff. And then that boy, Justin Jefferson, something. I like Justin Jefferson. I like Justin Jefferson. As a receiver, I love watching Justin Jefferson play the right receiver position. I love the way Cooper Cup plays. That's why I love our receivers. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson. We run every route. We can run every route and get open to any route. Joe Jefferson can run every route and get open on every route. Now, KJ Osborne has been making a name for himself lately for the Minnesota Vikings. He had five catches, 68 yards on the touchdown. That's, that's something to see. Shout out to the offensive line. Not only did you pass block well so that Swanny Michelle did what he did, but you did not give up a sack. The number one team in sacks getting is the Minnesota Vikings. They had 44 coming into this game. They didn't get not one on Matthew Stafford. They did get three picks, though. They did get three picks, but they didn't get a sack. The Rams were tied for fifth with, like, 39. They got three on Kirk Cousins. So shout out to the line. Shout out to, shout out to the line. Both offense and defensive line for doing your jobs. Now, linebackers, secondary, quarterback, we need y'all to get it together, okay? We need y'all to get it together, all right? Because we don't need performances like this again, okay? We got Baltimore this week, and then we got San Fran at home before we go to the playoffs, okay? Now, before I go to the Baltimore game, 
Shout out to Brandon Powell again, because uh, we announced it, I believe today, I mean, not today, yesterday. He will see the NFC Special Teams Play of the Week from the NFL. So congratulations to Brandon Powell for a great job, well done, and earning the honors of NFC Special Team Play of the Week, sir, for your contributions in returning a punt return for a touchdown. Now that leads me to the fan player of the week voting this week for week 16. You had the options of Sonny Michelle, Brandon Powell, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald. We had a total of 167 votes, so thank you to everybody who took the time out and vote in all of my Facebook groups. Appreciate it to Rams Nation, Ramley. Y'all showing up, y'all showing out for me. I'm, I'm very thankful for it. With 65.9% of the votes, Sony Michelle is taking home the honors for week for week 16 fan player of the week. Brandon Powell was second with 13.8 votes. Aaron Donna had 11.4 and Cooper Cup had nine. Shout out to Sony Michelle. This is his second honor for winning this. He won it back in week 13 as well. That was a good one in week 13. Who did we, I think we played, we might have played, what you call it, in week 13. I believe it's the Jaguars. It was the Jaguars in week 13. He went for, 20. he had 24 carries for 121 yards and touchdown. So pretty much the same performance against the Vikings. 27 carries, 131 yards and touchdown. So, Sony Michelle gets the fan player of the week, boy. Brandon Powell gets the NFC special teams player of the week for the NFL. Shout out to both guys. Good job, good job, good job. Now, let's get down to business. Okay, Ramley, let's get down to business, Ramley. Week 17, going to the big crab cake, as Chris Bremer would like to say. We're going to Baltimore. Take on the 8 and 7 Baltimore Ravens. We have already clinched our playoff spots. Arizona Cardinals fans, y'all welcome. Arizona, y'all welcome. By us beating Minnesota, y'all clinch the spot as well. You're welcome. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it your damn self. You had three opportunities to clinch the playoff spot. You could. You could have beat. Uh, who did y'all play before y'all played us? I can't think of who they played before. Let me go look at it. Let me go back to week 15. No, week 16. Week 14. Week 14. No, that was against us. So. It'll be the game right before you play this. So you had a chance against. Okay, you beat Chicago. Okay, you played us. That didn't happen. You could have clinched when you played us on week 14. That didn't happen. Week 15, you had an opportunity and you got your ass whipped by Detroit Lions. That's what it was. We started it off. We beat y'all on Monday Night Football. Y'all couldn't come to the playoff spot and we stayed alive for the NFC West title. You go to Detroit, you get your ass whooped by Detroit. And then, I mean, you got the hottest player in the game coming in and Jonathan Taylor, who is in the MVP conversation. Cooper Cup should be in the MVP conversation too, but I'm going to let my receiver Nate Burson handle that for me. Another, another fishing now, famous fishing now, handle that for me. But Jonathan Taylor comes in there. He, he didn't do it much, but Carson Wentz kicked your ass. So you had three opportunities to clinch a playoff spot. Us, the Lions, and the Coast. You went 0-3. And, and by us taking care of Minnesota, y'all catch the playoff spot. So you're welcome, Arizona. Cardinal fans, you're welcome. 
Because you're in the playoffs because of us. Ain't that something? Now that I got that out the way, because I had to say that. Right now, we are leading the NFC West. If we can beat Minnesota and the Cowboys take care of Arizona, I mean, if we can beat Baltimore and the Cowboys take care of Arizona, we win the NFC West. That's the only scenario that we have right now for this week. So we have to win and the Cardinals have to lose for us to clinch. Then once we 18 get here, we'll figure out from there. That's on our side. Baltimore, however, the Baltimore Ravens, currently the eighth seed in the AFC, which is means they are out of the playoffs at this moment because the Miami Dolphins are sitting at the seventh seed because of tiebreakers. So Miami, Baltimore, the LA Chargers, and the Las Vegas Raiders are all at eight and seven. Miami hosts a tiebreaker over all of them. And Miami has a tough road because they have the... Who they have this week? This week they have. I know they have the Pets next week in week 18. So they at Tennessee this week and they have to go to they have to go to New and have to, no New England comes down south to Miami to finish out the season. The New England Miami game is very tricky because Miami loves playing them very well down here at home. They going to Tennessee. So Baltimore needs this game. Okay. So we cannot walk in there and sleep on the Baltimore Ravens. No matter who's that quarterback, it could be Lamar Jackson, who's questionable, it could be. Tyler Huntley, who's coming, who's dealing with COVID, or it could be Josh Jackson, who played last week. Did a pretty good job. It's just the fact that the Baltimore Ravens secondary is so beaten up and banged up that they ain't gonna be the same. Because ever since Mama Humphrey went down, I already knew that defense was gonna be done. So that's the situation with Baltimore right now. I have a feeling, this is just my gut feeling. I have a feeling Lamar Jones is gonna be coming back for this game because they want to get in the playoffs. They do not want to miss the playoffs. They want to get into the and with Miami having one of the toughest schedules left, because you have the Titans on the road and the Patriots at home, and the Ravens have us at home, and then they finish off with the Steelers at home. It's pretty interesting. Who also is fighting for that? The LA Chargers, I brothers, who somehow somehow lost to the Houston Texans. But I ain't gonna dive too much into the AFC side. But I'm just giving you an idea of what's going on. They play the they play the Broncos at home. So they are, they are, they are, they at home right now and getting ready for the Broncos and then they finish off with the with the Raiders at the black hole in which the Raiders are fighting for a spot because the other team that's dying the Raiders have. Who do the Raiders have? I want to say the Raiders might have something. Mm, I don't see the Raiders. Oh, they have the coach, so. The AFC is up for grabs for wildcard spots, and it's very interesting. It's the same way with outside, too. Right now, we the third seed in the NFC behind Green Bay and Dallas. Arizona sitting at the fifth seed, and we have, I believe it's San Fran at the seventh. I mean, at the sixth, and Philly at the eighth. I mean, at the seventh. Let me look at the NFC side. Yeah, San Fran is at, so Arizona's at the fifth. San Fran's at the sixth, and Philly's at the Seven spot with Minnesota still trying to fight to get in. So, there's a lot of things that's up in the air, ladies and gentlemen. The NFC West has not been clinched. Only thing that's been clinched is a playoff spot for us. Arizona has clinched the playoff spot. The only teams that won the division are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Green Bay Packers. AFC side, the only team that clinches the division is the Kansas City Chiefs, so everything else is up for grabs. Number one seed, it's hard to catch. It's going to be hard to catch the Green Bay Packers because they have 
They have Minnesota at Lambeau this week, and then they think they have Detroit next. So I don't like our chances, our Dallas's, our Tampa Bay chances of getting home for the Bengals. So, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourself. Yes, the Green Bay Packers finish off at Detroit. So, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourself because the road to our stadium in LA is most likely to go through Lambeau Field, which we already been to twice, and we got our ass whooped twice. So maybe a third time's the charm if you have to go there again to get back home. Just letting you know, most likely, the road to the Super Bowl, which is our stadium, SoFi Stadium, most likely have to go through Lambeau Field, all right? So, be, so just prepare yourself for that, okay? Just prepare yourself. Now, all that being said, we don't know the size of Lamar Jackson. The last time we played the Baltimore Rambler, two years ago, November 25th, 2019 on Monday Night Football. That's the game that or in the Coliseum where they whooped our ass 45 to 6. That should not happen this time, boy. Just go around, okay? First of all, Lamar Jackson is banged up. I think he's going to play, but he's going to be playing banged up. Tyler Huntley is still in COVID protocol, and Josh Jackson is trying to learn a Ravens playbook as fast as he can. Running game ain't no good. They do have the Dante Freeman, and that's about it. Not working for them. They lead in Russia is Lamar Jackson. Matter of fact, Lamar Jackson is the lead in Russia and leading passes for the team. Lamar Jackson has thrown for 2,882 yards with 16 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. He has 133 carries for 767 yards and two touchdowns. That's your leading rusher. It's your quarterback who's injured and banged up. Your leading receiver is Mark Andrews. 93 catches, 1,187 yards and nine touchdowns. That's pretty much the Ravens' offense. It's Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Lamar ain't there, so what's the offense going to run through? Mark Andrews. Now, coincidentally, Titans haven't really been doing that much against us. I mean, we go already back to week three when we played Tim Bay Buccaneers. Ernest Jones laid out Ron Krankowski. Uh, when we played San Fran, huh, I don't remember us hearing a lot about Judge Kill when we played San Fran because we had all them damn turnovers. Let me make sure my numbers are right. Let me go look at it. Yeah, Kidder had five catches and seven targets for 50 yards and touchdown. It's really Debo saying who's kicking our ass. So, we might be seeing Trey Lance instead of Jimmy G, but we'll get there next week. All right. And, uh, you know, it's it. One thing that I do want to get on is the fact that the NFL decided to move our game from 425 Eastern Standard Time to 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So, those are my Ramley nations who are out there on the West Coast. Instead of you having the game at 125 over there, it'll be at 11 over there. Okay. And no coincidentally, the reason why is because the goddamn Dallas Cowboys there's on the Cardinals at the same damn time at 425. Ain't that some crap? But other than that, let's just make sure we handle business. You know, do what we need to do at the Big Crab Cake. Take care of business. Beat Lamar Justin and the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, get closer to winning this NFC West title. So with that being said, from right here in Jacksonville, Florida, the Playmaker Donna Silence representing the Playmakers for our brand. This episode has been brought to you once again by Super Super Pro Draft and Super Draft Sportsbook. So, until next week, the Playmaker signing off.
Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donna Peckmaker signing off. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.